0: Hey, everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Listen, I've had a chance to look at the Masters line. I can't believe where they have Tiger Woods placed at. You got to come check it out. From the game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always an online casino as well, because it never closes. So, Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Tell them the noisemaker sent you.
1: You are now listening to Believe in the ACC with my husband, Mr. Talking Noise, Lloyd Spence. And our brother, Heisman Trophy, and Florida State legend, Charlie Ward. And now, Lloyd and Charlie. Go get them, fellas.
0: I'm so mad at Kendrick Haskins because now all I can hear is outcast when she does that. (laughs) (sighs) Thanks, Kendrick. College Park. College Park, Decatur. (laughs)
2: Damn, for that. Eh.
0: Thanks, buddy. You ruined it for me. You ruined it for me. I got to be married to this woman for like ever, <laughs> and I'm never gonna be able to hear anything else. That's where we are right now. <laughs> Believe me, she knows who she, knows, she does know. Now, she's been dealing with you for quite some time now, so you're no surprise to her. <laughs> Believe the ACC is here. Kendrick Haskins is right there. Uh, I'm Lloyd Spence. We're glad to be here with you today. Charlie Ward is in we uh, Will be here momentarily with us to join um, for us for the show. Kendrick, first and foremost, doesn't it just feel – Good today, that it just feel refreshing, like a brand new day is upon us,
2: like something happened to change things. I mean, you know, changes have happened in the world. I don't know, you
0: know, I won't get into it today. You know, this is not necessarily a political show per se, but <laughs> I'm just gonna say the world seems a little bit better
2: today. That's just my opinion, you know. Uh- um, because because of my media obligations i'll just say that things are different there you go things
0: are different things are different um i i'm ha- all I can say is i'm happy about the differences i really am i will say that um i will also say that um i'm excited about where we are in ACC land i really am like a lot of I, parody this year yeah. <laughs> and and I think from a bigger ACC perspective um there is a lot of potential in the ACC to do something very special in college basketball this year which leads me to wanting to do something special on today's show <laughs> so if you're down with that let's jump we'll jump right into it but before I do that i did have to give you a shout out um because you know the good people at the believe podcast network our family over there they decided to give you, show you some love so i want to make sure everybody saw this <laughs> uh, <laughs> i saw that yesterday i was like that's dope uh, well you know our guys you know you give them a little time they, they can work some miracles they're, they're, they're pretty impressive if i do say so myself so uh, and that is a great picture of you, sir. You, you look uh very, very professional. I look like I know
2: what I'm doing.
0: You look like you know what you're doing. <laughs> like you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. I, no. I every thing I said, yeah, I said, man, he looks like an actual news person. <laughs> I know this guy. I know him. So I don't know. You know, I don't know if he. You know, if people know what I know, but I know he's. Yeah. He looks like a news guy. That's the Waters, thing. being uh, being in the hometown, a lot of people do know me. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. Now listen, what, okay. Let me before we get into what we want to get into. Charlie Ward is joining us now. What up, Charlie? Hi, guys, good to see you, man. Uh, I was just gonna say this: if you know, if you haven't been around Kendrick in Louisville uh, as we go to media day stuff, uh, Kendrick is like a real life celebrity.
3: Um, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can imagine that He is man they, These people love him man
0: He's like Kendrick Haskins And I, I used to get a lot of street cred When I first started my radio show And i said, yeah that's one of my guys Kendrick Haskins is your he friend
2: Oh he's so full of
3: it And <laughs> Aaron <laughs> Louisville we, um, Ask uh, We can say we're with Kendrick yeah, if you, if you want a good table uh,
0: at like Ruth Chris or... Or the
2: McDonald's, I worked at in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that is a level... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny look somebody from louisville just came saying, is that fred cowgill fred <laughs> <laughs> hey fred's is, my tv dad i say that all the time fred's fred, my tv dad fred birthed a lot of children In uh you know what <laughs> i won't to get too far off topic but i'm gonna tell you something um um charlie one of the things that i've always appreciated uh, see, I told you, local superstar with an entourage. I'm telling you, <laughs> they know, they know in Louisville. But what I want <laughs> to say about about Kendrick that I've always loved, I've always loved his approach to the job, because Kendrick Haskins and, and there's a few of those guys in Louisville, not a lot, but there's a few. They never become the story; they only report it, and I think that's why a lot of the athletes respect them and will talk to them. And I, and, and, and me coming in as a young sports journalist coming away from a whole different genre of journalism in the sports. I kind of looked at that and modeled what I did after that as well. Cause I like, I like that. I don't ever want to be the story. That ain't my job to be the story. My job is to report the story. And so I love, I always loved Kendrick and Fred, Is why I brought that up. Cause I always thought Fred was that kind of guy as well. Just, he never got in the story. He was always telling you what. The, now, we've had some monster stories in Louisville, especially here <laughs> in the last six or seven years. But Fred was always the kind of guy that would just tell you what the story was. He never, he never, uh, and would give you all kinds of wonderful advice. And Fred's a good dude. We got to get Fred
2: on the show. Yeah, Fred. I, Fred would totally do this show. Yeah, I, I would
0: you, the I do show. I love yeah, Fred used to do the radio show back in the day, so I know he would do this show. He was one of the first guests yeah. I ever had, as a matter of fact. He wasn't the first. That was Kendrick Askins, but <laughs> but he but he was one of the first. Okay, so I thought we would do something real cool today, um, and I, I, you know, I, you know. Charlie knows me by now. I always create these new games every week uh, for our (laughs) our show. And so today is no different. So I said we would do Believe It or Not. So we got some questions in regards to (coughs) the ACC. And you guys can respond and tell me, do you believe it? See, believe it. (laughs) Or not. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's going to happen. So uh, I will let you respond, and I'll put your response up for everybody to see because those who are watching live, if you're listening to my podcast, you need to go watch live. So go to Facebook or YouTube, and then you can watch us do this when we do it. But but those listening, they'll be able to respond, believe it or not. Okay, so question one is this one. The ACC will have – a men's and women's basketball national championship this year. It will
3: happen both. Do you believe it or not? Uh, Women's, I I believe there's a strong possibility for the women. Strong possibility is not an option,
0: Charlie. (laughs) I don't have that as an option
2: nice well, yes. like, crazy he's got he's got a strong
3: possible <laughs> okay I, I said i believe okay, okay. <laughs> <That> strong possibility <laughs> that <coughs> Simmons, uh national champion from the ACC we have strong teams um north carolina state and louisville
0: got okay.
3: top, top five i think it is and they have uh, what is going to, you know, win it. Um, you got to have playmakers, which both teams have. You got to have uh, depth, uh, which I think both teams have uh, depth in the sense that if you do get one of your best players injured, you can still survive, you know, moving on in the same, um, you know, scope of work as far as what you're doing currently. Um, and so I think that's something that's very, very important uh, to win a national championship. And um, of course you got to have coaching. And I think both teams do have that, especially experienced coaching. Um, I don't say experienced, but just good coaching, knowing how to uh, get the best out of your players, put them in the right situations uh, in crucial moments. Um, and so I think both of those uh, teams have that. Uh, the men, um you know Florida State does have a chance. Okay. It's going to depend on how um how they continue to progress uh, over the over the over the uh, season because I mean, let's just let's just say everyone gets an opportunity to play all their games. You know, that's going to be another piece how do we and that's one thing coach Saban talked about You know, the team that's able to navigate the highs and lows, the ups the downs, the stops the starts uh, through this COVID uh, protocol era is going to be the team that's going to stand on top. And I think that's going to be the same in basketball. Um, You know, Gonzaga and Baylor right now, kind of the top two teams that everyone's kind of looking at. Uh, But, you know, ACC-wise, I think really – you know, Florida State um, has a good chance uh, because of their depth. Um, they they have a couple guys that they're relying on heavily now to be uh, their main guys. And I think if those guys can continue to progress over the season, uh, they'll be able to be in a mix. I've um, got to say I don't believe. I,
2: I, like I think their best chance is in basketball. It is in uh, women's basketball with U uh, of L and NC State. I think uh, Florida State and Virginia are their best chances on the men's side. But I, I don't know. I, I have more faith on the women's side than the men's side. So it's like it's like when you have that ten of spade in your hand. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> you can't really count that as a book. You can't <laughs> count it
0: as a book. That is true, but it is impossible. <laughs> I I'm, I tend to believe like you guys, and I'll even go a step further. The women's game is really more definitive at the top than the men's game. Like the the teams that in in the women's game that are really good, traditionally they're probably going to make the run you think they're going to make like they normally in the tournament don't feel any pressure whatsoever until right around the elite eight and then and then even then that team that plays them in the elite eight if they're an upper seed they have to be really really no everything has to click i.e louisville that year they beat baylor and britney grimes like everything fell into place everything was right all the shots went in you know, that, it just fell into place. It takes an extraordinary effort for a dominant women's team not to win in women's basketball.
2: Yeah, more often than not, the best team in women's college basketball wins the national wins the championship. championship. It's not like that in the men. All the time. It is not,
0: which is strange because you would think it would be like that
2: in the men's game as well, but it's not. More it's just more parity. It's more parity in the men's game than in the women's game. Women's, women's game is getting more. The talent is just starting to be distributed more. I mean, I mean, it's like the top two teams in the country are Louisville and NC State. When if we ever said that in women's basketball? Right, right. So the, the, the talent is starting to be distributed more amongst the teams instead of everybody just going to UConn or everybody just going to Tennessee like it was back in the day when uh, Summit was there.
0: And by but the, way, the men's I game is just more parity. And by the way, I love that about the women's game because I've always mm-hmm. said – that's the real big problem with the women's game. There, right. For a long time, there were only three selections, Con- Connecticut, Tennessee, Stanford. If you if you didn't go to those three teams, then you just – you went to a team, but you weren't going to be very good. And right. so now I think women have found their – finding their paths from different places, and that makes for a much, much better
2: uh, tournament, even though it's still – we still got a long way to go in the women's game. Right. right? Without I think, but enemy. you also have more women playing now, too. You, you're, getting, you're getting more talent out there. Very true. So
0: so we all agree the women probably so we believe it, the men and not so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, question number two: the ACC women will claim two of the four number one seeds in the NCAA tournament. So we're that would be Louisville and NC State. So despite an NC State, because if those two teams beat each other, regardless if they beat each other when they play, I think it's uh February first, doesn't matter. Cause you're playing it's like number one playing number two, so they just flip flop. But they'll still probably both get uh if they can be number one and two on February first, there's a likelihood that they're probably gonna get number one seeds in the NCAA. I mean, uh yeah, the NCAA tournament. So will they be able to carry that into both getting number one seeds? All, or or do you think something will fall apart or a, another team will jump on what you your thoughts?
2: That's a tough one. Cause I'm, cause you still, cause UConn's looming. Stanford's still going to be there. And so it's going to be, who's going to get that fourth. I think uh mm. they'll definitely get three. They'll get one of them. I don't know if they'll get that second. Number one. I think that U uh, of NC state women's game may be for a number one seat. Ah, so you think it, it, that game decides it, you think? It, it very well could, just because it's, it's going to be other games. Other teams are going to have one or, one or two losses. It's going to be right there anyway. I mean, it depends. I mean, it could be one of those games where it's four number one seed, or it doesn't matter. It depends on how the game goes, too, because, you know, a lot of times, I mean, a game could go haywire. Somebody can hit a bunch of shots, and all of a sudden, you got a 15, 20-point 15, game. So Right, right. Uh, right. I, I. I I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're going to get one of the number one seeds.
3: Okay, all right. Well, that, I mean that's um, mm. in the ACC tournament. If it's the ACC tournament, say that again, Charlie. You started breaking up a little bit there. Oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. They're going to, have to, they're going to have to play twice. Hmm. Uh, that is the challenge, I think, with the ACC, uh, both teams being in the same league uh, twice, uh, which may cancel one or the other out, uh, for number one seed. Um, but one or two, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, at this point, it just, it, it kind of matters, uh, you know, for bragging rights, I think. But if you're number one seed or number two seed, um, you still have a good chance of getting to where you want to get to, which is the final four, uh, to be able to win a national championship. So, um, I, I I, mean, I don't see it as a big issue if you get both in as a one or just one, um, you know, in as a one because there are other programs out there, um, you know, UConn's going to be there because they really don't have, you know, challenges. Resistance. Outside of yeah. their, outside of their um, you know, outside of their non-conference. And I'm not sure who they're playing non-conference this year, um, but in their conference, I mean, they, there's no competition. Uh, it had not been for quite some time now. Right. So, they have a really good chance to, you know, be a number one seed based upon record um, if they don't have to play anyone outside of their conference.
0: You know what's interesting about what you said? I think over the last three or four years, that has really, really hurt UConn.
2: Mm -hmm. I
0: think it's really hurt them because you can't measure yourself against anything. And I, and and it and it goes back to why Gino scheduled those really challenging non-conference scheduling because he's like, man, it's it's this is going to be a cakewalk through our conference, so I got to stack the deck a little bit and make this work. Well, it I, again, I think it's going to make a huge difference this year. And then you said you mentioned Charlie. You said, well, it doesn't matter. I would argue just simply this from what I've seen in the women's game the last probably 10, 15 years, it only – it does matter in the end. Like, as you get closer to the end, it matters because it decides who you got to face at what time. So, that Elite Eight game, if you're the two seed, now you are facing an NC State or a Louisville or a South Carolina or a Stanford if they get the number one seed. So – and – uh. I, I would rather wait and face one of those teams in the Final Four, if I if, if or, or even in the Sweet, not have to face them in the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight. I'd face them in the Final Four as opposed to having to make that part of my path to get to <laughs> to the to the Final Four. So I think it matters a little bit. Uh, but having said that, I, I am concerned how the 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 uh, the committee will view NC State and Louisville. Beating up on each other in the in the ACC. If those become their only losses, to me that says, well, you lost to the number two team in the nation. That's not oh the worst thing. So why not make them a number one seed? But
2: um, it should work that way. But if there's if there's anything that's questionable in the world of sports, is pairings in women's college basketball.
0: Well, and then the one thing – that's very true. And then the <laughs> one thing that works in, in Louisville's favor, and really UConn, Louisville, and, uh, and even South Carolina, is that Stanford's loss is a bad loss. Right. So that kind of forfeits them a little bit. Uh, and pushes them down to that two line, waiting on one of these other teams to have a bad loss. And the likely to have a bad likelihood of having a bad loss this late in the season is probably not that high.
2: And the weird thing with college, women's college basketball is they kind of have the same f- problem as football does, where the established teams get you know they they get the favoritism. So Louisville's kind of in that mode where they're kind of established when you put them up against. Charlie knocking on the computer. <laughs> but when you put them, when you put them their, uh their history up against NC state, what was probably going to get a favorite of a favorable matchup when they, when they go to uh, do the seeding. Yeah. So you got UConn, Stanford and South Carolina. Yeah. And Louisville was kind of in that mold right now, now, yeah. but they mean, I mean, it took them years to get there too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure, His yes, right? His
2: end up playing like uh,
0: their two seed will be UConn or something crazy like that, right?
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, like a couple of years ago when UofL was the higher seed and played at UConn, in right? The I mean, at UConn, right. It was, they played <laughs> in the, in the Conne- Connecticut
0: region, like, how did that So, anyway, right. um, okay. Question number three the ACC will send at least. Four teams per conference to the NCAA tournament. Now, this is one of those multi-layered questions because <laughs> I don't because because in my mind, none of us really know how this thing is going to unfold. So, okay. so in theory, this is true. In theory, you would think that they would send at least four teams per conference. However. I haven't heard the NCAA say how this is supposed to unfold. Like, are is are, is this going to be one of those new unique years where the top two from a bunch of conferences get to go? Is, how does it work? So I, I'd like to think in theory that this was true, um, especially on the men's side, because I think the men do have legit four teams that probably should get a bid. Now on the on the on the on the women's side, um I don't know. You mean NC State, U of L Syracuse, and I mean I'm sorry, what did I say? I said men's side on the women's yeah. side, they have four. On the men's side, I don't know. Yeah. On the Florida women's State, side, Virginia, Louisville, NC State, Syracuse, and probably on the outside, looking in, maybe a Georgia Tech.
2: I think if Florida State gets Florida healthy. State possibly, if
0: they could ever get back on the court and consistently uh, on the women's side.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> I think Florida State will have a chance. Uh, they, I mean, they just haven't had a chance to play. Right. Uh, they were off for quite some time, and then they came back and, you know, played Louisville. But uh, I do believe they have a team um that can you know make it uh to the to the tournament um uh, what they do once they get there but i do believe they have a team that can make it uh to the tournament
2: i mean florida state even with only
3: eight players in that
2: game on sunday they were hanging with Louisville. just Louisville just caught fire from three right And, and i mean when the team's hitting, I and mean, they can't at one point, they hit three straight threes. And so when the team does that, it's kind of hard. So we, believe, so we believe that one. Yeah, and Kevin's right. Duke will get in on alone. Yeah, in the the
0: <laughs> one thing that we forget when all this is going on, at the end of the day, this is a TV show. Mm-hmm. And so right. some of these teams are going to get in because it's a TV show. Like, I don't know who Coastal Carolina is. I've never, I don't know even what their mascot is. But I know <laughs> two Blue Devils, and I know <laughs> to the ratings.
3: Right.
0: So if they're close, I think I agree with uh, Kevin. Duke will get the nod for sure. So well, I think
2: Duke's going to turn it around, though. I think Duke's going to be all right by the end of the season.
3: Okay. Uh, did North Carolina win last night or the other night? Uh, that's a great question, Charlie. That's I fun. think they did. I was watching them for a minute and uh, then got. Sidetrack with something else but uh looked like they were
0: yes they'd be forced
3: oh, they like wait for yeah. that's what it was like. yeah
0: um
3: I, I i think north carolina uh when it's all said and done once they can get it figured out uh i think they got a couple more weeks to make that happen um i think they'll they'll be there i mean they may have some losses but let's just go back and i mean you can look at their losses the losses hadn't been bad. I mean, bad in the sense that they've been out of games. Um, I mean, they lost uh, you know, Florida think about I think about four or five points. So it's not like, you know, it's they're bad losses um, in the sense of just getting blown out, maybe early on. But here lately, and that's the thing that you gotta also look at. You know, a team can have five losses and their point differential could be, you know, 10 points. And so I think that's something, uh, North, I think that's the boat that North Carolina is in um, in some form of fashion that some of their losses have been um, close losses. Um, and so, and with their talent, uh, they have enough talent to be able to, you know, make a run. I, I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, but I think they have enough talent in a tournament to make a run. Um, and be there, but they could also get beat as well, you know, in the first round. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do believe that, as they call them, Blue Bloods um, are going to, when it's all said and done, have an opportunity to, um, to get into the tournament.
0: Well, that's interesting you would say that, Charlie, because our next question is Duke and North Carolina will make the men's tournament as the most dangerous low-seeded team. Because at this point, uh, they're probably, I think the last time we looked at Joe Lenardi's list, uh, they were eight and nine seeds, both of them, respectively. And I and right now, they're beatable eight and nine seeds. But I agree with you, Charlie. By the end of the season, I don't know if anybody's going to want to play them as an eight or nine seed. That's not the best eight, nine seed matchup.
2: I'm scrolling through North Carolina's schedule right now. Yeah, they don't have, like Charlie said, they haven't been blown out in any game. The game they lost the worst was uh, to Iowa, and that was at Iowa. I mean, that's, I mean, there's no shame in that. I mean, they got oh. Garza kid, and so uh, yeah, I, I think they'll be dangerous. I, I, like Charlie said, I can see North Carolina getting it together. I see Duke getting it together by the end of the year. I don't know how low seed they'll be. They will be. I mean. But That's a good boy. Nine is at the lowest, maybe. Well, I
0: can't imagine they're going to go eight or lower than eight or nine just because right. of Duke and North Carolina. I mean, right. That alone is going because at minimum they're going to try to get at least two weekends out of those two teams. So, <laughs> so, so they can't go too low. They may end up in a in a a five, six, or seven slide. You know what I mean? Uh, but I, you're right. Listen, then there's other part that we're not talking about. You never carry out a Hall of Fame coach. <laughs> now, not those. Right. They know what they're doing. So they know how to coach a team up. Uh, so I've only seen that I can remember Mike Sashevsky have one bad team. And and the same thing about Roy. Roy just had his first bad team. Was it a few years back?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Last year. Was it last year?
3: Yeah, last,
0: was year? last year. Okay. Roy, yeah, so they don't. We're not talking about coaches that don't know how to figure it out. So,
3: right.
0: yeah, so I, I think I think if they get an eight or nine seed, the whatever the one seed is in that conference or in that uh, region, they're not going to be happy because mm. their second game is going to be one of them. So that's, you know, right. that is not an ideal situation. We'll be back with more Believe in the ACC. Hey everybody, it's Lloyd Spence, and listen, with a new year comes tons of new big games and sports. Now with big games, you need big stakes, and Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. So visit kansascitystakes.com slash gameday and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, you get free shipping with the code Believe. that's B L E A B, and you get that at the checkout. You can try out the snack pack combos featuring small plates with big flavor. Like the mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, or the mac and cheese melt, or the shrimp wrapped in bacon. Oh my god, that sounds so good! Every order is splashed, frozen, and delivered directly to your home. And satisfaction is guaranteed, or your money back. So, basically, every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, desserts, barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to KansasCitySteaks.com slash gameday and use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at the checkout for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big
4: taste. Hey, guys, it's a new year and every day is a fresh start for you to just live. Travis was trying to here to tell you exactly why I teamed up with Clay Thompson, Alex Morgan, and Paul Rodriguez to launch our new wellness brand, Just Live. As professional athletes, we put ourselves through a lot, physically and mentally. So we found a Just Live around all-natural, THC-free CBD products. Being from the East Coast, I was pretty skeptical about CBD products, but as an athlete, it's easy to see when something works. And when my dad was at wit's end, living in a fog of painkillers, severe lack of sleep, numerous surgeries later, I recommended he try CBD. It allowed him to get an extra couple hours of sleep and it made all the difference to get my dad back on his feet. So don't go another day with pain, inflammation, or lack of sleep. I recommend trying Just Live today. These are products we fully trust and stand behind because we want you to be able to go out and just live. So get 20% off your order with code armchair at justlive.com. That's 20% off at justlive.com with the code armchair. What do you live for? And now, more believe in the ACC.
3: How long do you think it will be before Coach K and Coach Williams decide to hang up the coaching?
0: Oh, man. you
3: So you went there today. I'm just asking uh, because I, I saw this uh, somewhere on ESPN and they were talking about uh successors. And you know, Coach K's been talking about, you know, this year, how taxing has been, and you know, all these different things. And you know, he's getting older as well. And I just don't know how much longer he's gonna be able to continue. Um as long as his health is I know they want him, but yeah. I I'm just wondering how long and how long it's going to be before they retire? That's a great question.
2: It is a great question. I mean, they're both still – I mean, at the t- it's not like the game has passed either one of them by. Not at all. It, but, but they are both having health issues. They're up there in age. I don't know. That's a tough one because it's one of those things that where age-wise you shouldn't be surprised whenever either one of them step down. Right, but you're going to be surprised when one, when one of them steps when they both step down. So I don't and know. By the way, aren't you ready for the Mike Shishovsky
0: or Roy Williams uh, commentary in a in a, in a in a in a on the ESPN or or on the sideline of an ACC game? I mean, can you imagine being able to watch and listen to the game through those two legendary coaches' eyes, man? I so and by the way, they're gonna they're gonna make a killing, you know, when they
2: especially kill. Roy, because you know he's gonna get some dad gummets in there and all oh, that you stuff. Know what I'm <laughs> gonna make a killing, man.
0: He's got the personality, so that might also be a part of their thing as well. Like, man, I can go sit on somebody's sideline, analyze ACC basketball or college sports basketball as a whole, and make a killing. So I. I think I we're, can see I,
2: Roy I, doing that. I can't. I don't think I see Kay doing it. I think I think when Kay's done, I think he's going to be done.
0: See, I can see Kay going. Not maybe not on the sideline, but I can see him going into uh, a, a rebranded ESPN college sports show where he's sitting at the desk with. Th- listen, you don't <laughs> want to see a desk with him and and I and my man that I love so much. Um. Um. Oh God. Seth. No. Seth? no. Not god no not said no <laughs> not,
3: not at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, not said, no, no, I, I, I can see coach K uh doing something like details on, you know, ESPN. Yeah. Oh yeah. He would yeah. be great from, too. That'd be great. From a, from a coach's perspective, you know, that would be probably great, you know, for to hear his perspective on the game and Uh, you know, a certain play that they're trying to run. And, you know, just kind of, I know details is more individual uh, when they start analyzing certain players, but it would just be good to hear his perspective from a coach's standpoint. Um, And that would be very instrumental in, you know, helping young coaches uh, if they can have something like that uh, with him, Uh, just sharing, you know, what the game plan looked like, what it should look like, uh, you know, what guys, what team, what team, what guys are trying to do from an offensive standpoint, from a defense standpoint, uh, and it would be very, very helpful for young coaches uh, just to sit back and watch it. I agree with that, but also a Reese Davis,
0: Digger Phelps, Jay Billis, Mike Krzyzewski desk at college game day wouldn't be bad either.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, that's kind of – that's also kind of old. old. <laughs> they're, they're old. They, they, I mean, they're skewing young now. That's the only reason why I said it. Yeah, I mean, the the knowledge you would get from that would be ridiculous. Right. But, I mean, yeah, they, they, ESPN's going to skew young on that.
0: Jay Bills was who I was trying to talk about, but uh, – and that's his guy. So, you know, it'd be funny. But
2: Jay's see. always going to skew young as long as he keeps quoting Jeezy on Twitter. Well, he does.
0: <laughs>
2: he does. He, he does. He
0: absolutely does. So, all right, Dana Evans will win ACC and National
2: Player of the Year. See what I did there? <laughs> I think she'll win ACC. National is going to be tough for her, National. and it's not a. It's, it's not going. It's not a knock on her. It's just her team is so loaded that it's somebody different every night. It's like the last couple of games, Dana's been in foul trouble, and so it's been other players stepping up and. uh I said Evans Evans had 16 off the bench the other day and then, then you got Haley Van Lith, the freshman that's I mean and then they've they're loaded in the middle the team is so loaded that she, I don't know if she's gonna necessarily get the stats but if she shows now she shows up and shows out against NC State twice and then you know she has legi- she has a legitimate shot I yeah. just I just I just don't I don't think she'll be able to pull off both it, it's it's hard it's gonna be hard it's not a knock on her
0: no not at all but you know there are th- there are players that are being asked to do far more on their team right and their numbers overall numbers will look better so mm-hmm. that might be the only reason why she doesn't get it uh a player of the year situation i think she'll get a first team all american
2: oh yeah she'll but, definitely yeah. be first team yeah
0: but i just it's going to be hard because other players are being asked to do more so uh, she's not necessarily carry, carrying Louisville too. Right. You know what do you think, Charlie?
3: Well, I mean, like I, I tell my players, um, you know, on my team, we we have a lot of a lot of talent, and uh, when you when you're winning games, uh, you're going to have some that's going to win individual awards, <laughs> a la Alabama. You know, they, they have a lot of uh, individual award winners uh, in different positions. And I think she will, as you mentioned, the ACC, I think she will win player of the year mm-hmm. um, and be nationally, you know, first team All-American uh, because of, you know, being ACC player of the year uh, and a very good ba- uh, basketball player. Um, but when you're not the sole focus, um, you know, you are the leader and you're, you know, the one who's possibly scoring, you know, 16, 17 points a game. But you may have someone else out there that's has asked to do more and they may have less on their team, even though they may be loaded in the sense. They may have four, four young ladies. Uh, as opposed to year nine, you know, where you got asked to 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 carry that load each and every night, um, and so, you know, there's no knock on, you know, you like to win it. Now, don't get me wrong, that's something I think every young person aspires to to achieve that goal of being, you know, national player of the year. Um, but you also there's a sacrifice, you know, and 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 so if if that's what you want. Um, from an individual standpoint, uh, then, you know, it may not happen. But the sacrifice is you're on a very good team. Yeah. And, you know, you, you don't have to carry that load each and every night. And and you can still be the focal point without being a focal point. You know, that's the one thing I, I encourage my – talking to my kids about all the time. I'm like, you don't have to be the focal point every night. I mean, there could be someone different stepping up. I mean, you may score 16, 17 points, but we may have four or five other guys on different nights getting in double, scoring in double figures, and it doesn't have to be the same four or five. And when you have that, that's uh, what you're gonna, you know, get. So the numbers may not be there for her to win a national, but you know, still, it's a sacrifice that she's made or, or is making uh, for the better, betterment of her team.
0: Let me ask you a question Charlie cuz you bring up a really good point. How do you do that year in and year out when you have elite players like that? How has Gino done it? How did Pat do it? How does Don do it? Um, how does Kim Mulkey do it? How do they how do you get the great great teams and great great players to put aside ego and because and, they could go somewhere else and score 30, 40 points a game. Uh, but they decide to go play with other elites. Is that much easier because of AAU now? Or is, is, is that still a challenge to, to get players to buy into that?
3: Well, AAU, I guess it, it, a lot of guys, the top tier players, uh, whether it's male or female, uh, they are playing on different teams each and every year. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or they're playing with elite players. And so I think that, that is probably, um, a rock in the foundation. I wouldn't say it's the entire <laughs> foundation, but I think it's a rock and a mentality, uh, that they can go and play, um, with other, uh, great talent. Um, uh, but it, you know, it is, it is tough cultivating, um, that type of culture uh, because kids want the kids want and they see other people maybe having more success scoring more points or whatever the case may be uh, but it, it's a culture once you can get it mm-hmm. it is sustainable as far as bringing in the right talent bringing in the right mindset because if you can get it to a certain point where, this is the mindset, this is the culture, uh, then that's what you um, you start to recruit. Uh, you recruit those type of players into your program and then you cultivate them with the seniors, the juniors. Um, the one thing that, you know, from the women's perspective, for the longest time, they could never leave college. Right. Um, to, go to, to go to the pros. And so they were able, that's, that's one of the main reasons why, or uh, UConn was able to dominate for so long was because their best players might have been freshmen. And those young ladies are going to be there for three more years. Right. Um, Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, and you had, I mean, they still has some quality players, but one of their best players was a freshman. Yeah. And and, and then you have another, you know, young ladies, a sophomore, and be one of the best players, and you know they're going to be there. And so you were able to establish a, um, a culture, establish, you know, get some experience, keep, you know, coming back each and every year and you keep adding to that. And so they were able to dominate. And now you're starting to see um, other schools uh, who've also had the same type of culture uh, start to dominate because they, they they have the young ladies there for three or four years. Um, and so... Um, I just think that's important um, as well. Uh, When you want to establish uh, a a championship type of culture, uh, you got to have the right players. They got to be coachable. uh, And you also have to have talent. And so uh, I think all three of those Mm -hmm. factors play a big part in uh, developing a culture. And then once you get that, you start bringing in young players and the older players are teaching the younger players how to, you know, do things. Um, and so I think uh, when you have a lot of talent, you have to get them to buy into uh, sacrifice. If you can get them to sacrifice, you know, and, and what I mean by sacrifice is it may not always be, go your way. Um and I always talk to my guys about make the right play. <laughs> I don't know what the right play is. I can't tell you when you drive to the basket, shooting a floater over two guys, I don't know if that's the right play or not. But I do know that the percentages aren't good if you're shooting a floater over two guys. You know, go in, for guy, two guys are there, make the right play, which is there's a, another guy that's open because it's two guys on you. And right. so – just trying to get them to understand that the right play is not always me uh, shooting, shooting a bad shot on defense, you know, helping your teammate out, you know, that is the right play, you know, having structure, uh, discipline, all those things. And then when it's all said and done, you're hope, hopefully you're winning um, in that, but more importantly, you're instilling uh, them to do the right thing. Um and if you can get a lot of talent, then I'm telling you, it makes life as a coach so much easier when they can buy into that, you know, those those principles and they can still play. I mean, yeah. it, makes, it makes coaching so much easier. There you go. Uh
0: Question to you guys. All roads to the ACC men's title run through Virginia because they are Virginia and somehow – Defense always wins championships, You believe it or not. I
2: mean, right now, I mean, you look at it the last couple of years, I mean, I mean Tony is running the conference right now. and So you,
3: you right. got to say, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. on,
2: hold on. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, Florida State was did one go- say, probably going to win it last year.
3: Did you say <laughs> that Virginia uh-huh. ran the conference the last couple of years? Well, let me just say – uh the conference championship kind of didn't happen and um so we'll just nix that part (laughs) i do
2: have a question i do have a question kind of off subject but it was pertains to virginia if they were to win it this year would they
3: be repeat champions (sighs) i I don't know about that (laughs) virginia They, 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 oh, is, is that still the reigning
2: won. national
0: champions? They, they won the whole thing. Oh, wow, that's a great point. That
3: is a good point.
0: That is a great point. Um, I guess technically, yes, <laughs> right. Would You call back them back to back them back-to-back champions. <laughs> well, they, they, would, they would be back to blank to back. Champions. <laughs> so, <laughs> one thing that I'll say about Virginia. I loathe their style of basketball. I I, I think it's, it's going a little bit this year. Sure. A little bit, a little bit more than they normally do. But I just, I'm not a fan of their style of basketball. And as it relates to the offense. Now, having said that, I think Tony Bennett is brilliant because I think he's done exactly what you just said, Charlie. He's convinced. Think about how hard Tony, what Tony Bennett is trying to do is in today's basketball. He's convincing young AAU basketball players offense is not the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're buying into it. And it's a culture in Virginia.
3: Yeah. That's that is not an easy sell. You know what I mean? So but, he, but, but he's getting doing but he's getting the same, he's getting guys that fit his his style. That's exactly right. His mentality. I mean, you know, Virginia is hard to get in anyway, um, you know, because it's an academic school. And to be able to bring in some of those players uh, that's academic first and also, you know, to fit their style, um, I think it's some point, and And then for you to win a national championship playing your style, I mean, there's no way you're going to uh, go away from that. Because there's no need. You know, I won a championship playing his way. Um, and so
0: Tony uh, Bennett is a new Jim Beheim.
3: I guess, yes, he's going this to do what with, we do. Yeah, this is what we All do. Right. We're going to be great at it and right. fit people in this system. That's for sure. It's pretty
0: impressive. Listen, it's impressive. You can't, and then to be able to do that after being the first 16 to be knocked out.
2: Right. winning the next year.
0: Because if ever there was a time to abandon a style, that would have been the time. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But he didn't do it. He stayed the course and was rewarded for it. So uh, I, it's hard to argue against Virginia. It's hard to argue
3: against Virginia. I bet Charlie has an argument. Do you have an argument, Charlie? Against? has got Virginia? his nose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Florida State won the regular season last year. I'm just saying. I mean, we won't we won the regular season last year, so that means we played all the teams and did all necessary things. Winning the regular season is much harder than winning the ACC tournament.
2: I totally agree with that.
0: I'll say this: I've never liked, and this is I'm about to reveal a lot about myself right now. I've never liked that the regular that the tournament champion gets more emphasis in the tournament than the regular
2: season champion. I've never right. liked that. I don't think that's fair. I go. Through. I went to Murray State. I totally agree with that because it was a couple of years when Murray State, when I was there, won the regular season, then they lose in the conference tournament, and then they don't go to the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's yeah. the life of a mid major. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I've never liked that. Another thing is, I mean, when you when you start looking at the the tournaments, they're playing back to back to back. I mean, right. in, some, in some instances. I mean, teams are playing five days in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they continue to win. Right. And right. that is not what they're accustomed, they're accustomed to doing. And so I understand it's a it's a money grab in a sense. Um and, and they may need it, but it's just not conducive to, you know, putting your best team in the tournament. Um, and right. if you're if you're a one bid lead you may not get your best team in the tournament.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is why those games look progressively worse as the tournament goes on. Cuz you know, you got a team that starts on a on a Thursday, they don't finish till Saturday or Sunday. And you're like, "Well, yeah, of course they're not going to look good on Sunday. Their legs are gone." Like are so All right, all roads to the ACC Women's title run through NC State and not Louisville, I mean, believe it or not, uh, are you doing the world? What are you doing, Charlie? What are you doing? He's juggling. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right now, I gotta say, he's
2: going to toss But everybody believes it's toss up. I threw that one for fun. Hey, as of right now, you have to say it goes through Louisville. But, I mean, it, it yeah. depends on February 1st. Depends on February 1st. Anything can happen.
0: That's why I'm loving this game because um, I I think both teams make a strong case to win the ACC and the National Championship. Both – NC State – this is by far the best NC State team we've seen. And I don't remember a great yeah. NC State team. Maybe yeah, I – Wrong, but I don't. Charlie, you've been around the ACC a lot longer than Kendrick and I have, but I don't remember a great NC State women's team.
3: Uh, was the late um coach they had, uh, Norm um, Child, Coach Child, child
2: yeah. Kel, yeah, Coach Child. yeah, yes,
3: yeah, Chow. she um. I thought she had some, some quality teams. Uh, quality, yes. But I would I mean I'm not gonna say they were like they are now. Right. Um and I don't know what what caught lightning in the bottle for them to be at this point, but it also could be that factor of, you know, young ladies maturing to, you know, three or four years mm-hmm. and now you have what they have. Um, and, and some ladies not being at a level where they're getting drafted, you know, in their third year, um, but they're still there. And so if you can get that situation, then, you know, you can have what they have the last few years, uh, when your best players are young and you have veterans, uh, along the way to be able to help them, uh, then you can get what they're having, the success that they're having, uh, being competitive each and every year, um, and building that depth. And so I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm
0: most curious about and interested about with NC State. Does the moment on February 1st and beyond start to catch up with the program because we haven't seen them or this version of them get to that moment before? And so now it's like this is a lot. We're nervous, you know. They and they got a young coach. Uh, so does the moment start to catch up with everybody? And and that be the factor that keeps them from going to where they want to go.
2: Well, kind of what helps them, ironically, in that situation is the 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 those times we're living in with COVID, because. If they were number two, coming to number one in a packed Yum Center, then. That's way different. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, way different. Way they, different. Yeah. I mean, because Louis, Louisville has led, been amongst the leaders in the country in attendance for women's basketball for years now. Oh, man. And so, you know, I mean, and I've been in there. The year when they finally beat UConn in the Yum Center, I mean, that place. I mean, that it place was Yeah, man. And Asia Durr went crazy. Yeah. And so, but they're going to come in there with three thousand people, <laughs> so right. that's gonna that'll take a little bit off of the hostile environment part and, and it getting too big for them. Because at this point, at this point, these games you're just going into the gym and playing. At this yeah, point, you yeah, have yeah. to deal with all those outside factors. So I, I don't think I don't think that moment is going to get to them when they when they come here. Okay. But, all right. Good all point. Right. Well, that brings us to our final question,
0: which is not, uh, believe it or not, but it's a prediction. Tonight's big game prediction, sponsored by BetOnline.ag. And the prediction that game is the number 23 Syracuse Orange versus the number one Louisville Women's Cardinals. Fellas,
3: who you got in tonight's big game prediction? i will go with Louisville. I mean – they're playing at home, right? Right. Yeah. And, um, honestly, I haven't seen much of Syracuse, uh, but I'm just banking on Louisville playing for something. Um, you know, when they're, when you're playing for something and they have, you know, mature young ladies experience, um, then, you know, games where you're supposed to win, you come out and take care of business. And so um, I think they're playing for something. And I, I don't, I hope they don't have a letdown, you know, as a number one team, but you know, it's, it's tough when you're on top um, yeah. in basketball, cause you play a lot of games and uh, you never know uh, what the outcome can be because you're playing a lot of games. But when you're on top, you're going to get, and it's one thing I always tell my players, you're going to get everybody's best shot. Um, and, and so you, you got to come prepared and ready for that each and every night, regardless of what the record looks like, <clears throat> regardless of what the team looks like, you're going to get their best shot. Uh, but you have to play a certain way every night. Um, and when you play a certain way every night, the score will reflect it. Um, and so, I think Louisville is at a point now where you know they're not. I think they're they're working towards something.
2: I, I'm, I mean, I, I live here, so of course, <laughs> and I'm going to the game tonight. I can't pick Louisville to lose that game, but <laughs> but they. I do. I do. I am a little bit worried about the, this. Is their first game ever as the number one team in the country? And so it's a new experience for all of them, including the experienced players. And so and, and they and honestly, a lot of the, a lot of the contributors on this team are freshmen and sophomores. And so and Syracuse is one of those teams that gives Louisville trouble. They've given them trouble forever. They knocked them. They've knocked them out of the ACC tournament, I know, at least once and maybe twice. And so Syracuse does give Louisville problems. I still going to pick the cards but I mean it it's going to be a lot closer than people think I think.
0: I would be concerned about the number 1 ranking if Jeff were not at the helm. Cuz <laughs> cuz it's it's a hard thing to adapt to when you like I said when you've never had it. But knowing Jeff and knowing how he feels about these moments, he could care less about that number 1 thing.
2: <laughs> Cause he, Man, most coaches are like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, most, yeah, most coaches are. Although some coaches embrace it, like Gino is one of those ones. Like, yeah, we're number one. Don Staley, yeah, we're number one. So do, do something about it. Jeff will downplay it and 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 try to keep them locked in. And you're right. I think for the first time in a while, this is. I'll say this. Asia's team, I thought could have won the national championship. This team, I think, should win the national championship. And that's the difference. They 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 have, like you said, Charlie, they have all the pieces. And right. and 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 they're playing at an incredibly high level. And and tonight to me will be a great measuring stick to to that to that path. Because if they come out and dominate like their talent and their scheme says they can, then it probably looks pretty good for the long-term uh, journey of the Cardinals. So I I think we're going with the trifecta here tonight. Um, before we leave today's show, I have to ask Charlie Ward. Uh-oh. Two, <laughs> two questions, two questions. <laughs> okay. How are the cupcakes? <laughs> and, and, and did you guys win on senior night?
3: Um, the cupcakes turned out, well, um there we go. I didn't make them. <laughs> uh, I went and I went and got them from nothing, nothing but bunt cakes. Oh, they were phenomenal. Oh, I know they were fired. They were, they were <laughs> you should have uh, led with that. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 well, I got those special cupcakes for the seniors, which four guys uh, they all scored uh, on senior night, and of course, I went for the. For the public or for the family, I went to Publix. So, uh, <laughs> but cupcakes and the reception, all that went well. Okay. And we won the game by thirty-eight points. No. All right, <laughs> guys. Because listen, you, I, the cupcakes
0: aren't as good if you lose.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> they didn't leave any doubt that the wow. game was uh, going to be won. Uh, they played really, really well. I mean, I was proud of them. Awesome. Um, everyone got a chance to score except for one guy. Um, but it was—I um, mean, it just played well. I mean, overall, you know, we got one senior who uh, out of the four who doesn't play a lot. He's like the last man, and so you could just see uh, the guys trying to get him an opportunity uh, to score. Yeah, he wanted to get him a dunk, and all he's a small guy. Uh, (laughs) He tried a couple times to get a dunk, but he didn't. You know, just didn't didn't happen. Yeah, Uh, but we won the game, and I was you know proud of the guy's effort. And that was just another. This is you know this is a challenge that we're facing. uh, Like a lot of top tier teams, UConn. You know, some of the teams that may not have the 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 challenge each and every night when they play games I'm like hey man we got to play against we, we got to play against ourselves uh we got to prepare like we're playing uh, great teams and so I'm I'm hard on them uh when it comes to just the the fine details because I know what's going to uh beat better teams uh, we played some good teams and we came close actually won one one of those But these games we're playing now, we're kind of playing against ourselves, playing, you know, um, we're looking forward to the future, but we're still in the moment. And so each and every night we got to go out and play like we're playing the best team. And if that does happen, uh, the score should reflect it. It should be a 40-point win uh, when you're playing at a high level and the team may not be as good as you are. Uh, and so that's been my message, you know, from day one with this guy, with with my team, and you know, it's <laughs> starting to pay off. I got, I got some. I'll just say this: I got some dudes. <laughs> all said and done, the post, the post looks really good, and you got dudes. So I'm
0: the black it. Gino Ariyama. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, this has been fantastic. Thank you again for coming in. And uh this is believing the ACC. That's Kendrick Haskins, as you've seen on his amazing uh picture there. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You see that, Charlie? Yeah, they did that boy up right. They did him up right. He looks good. Uh, and that's Charlie Ward, uh, the only Heisman Trophy winner in our show uh,
2: for now. <laughs> it could change in the future, but for now, he's. I don't gonna know. Run. I'm 45, and you 40 something. I doubt there's a Heisman coming down the pipe. <laughs> Kid, you're not going
0: to take, take this dream from me. I could adopt. <laughs> I could adopt late <laughs> in life. You know what I mean? You don't know. I could adopt late in life and then boom, I got a <laughs> trophy okay. All right. You Guys, have a great, great, great rest of your day. Everybody else, enjoy the rest of your day on the listening on the podcast. We'll see you uh,
1: next week.
3: Next week.
1: <laughs> you have been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward and Lloyd Spence. You can tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on the Believe Podcast Network. Spotify, iTunes, and Everywhere Podcasts can be heard. You can also watch Charlie and Lloyd on Facebook on the Noisemakers page and on YouTube on the Noise Media YouTube channel. Please like, subscribe, and follow on all our platforms. And we will keep taking you inside the ACC.